Okay, so anyone who knows me, and honestly, at this point, anyone who listens to the podcast, because I guess we've just (laughs) gotten real close around here, knows that I do not wear bras. And like, that's not some sort of an over-exaggeration. You can ask any of my friends. I truly do not ever wear bras. However, there have recently been some circumstances where like, I just have to. I've been saying yes to more things. I feel like we've been going to more events and there are just some outfits. I got to do it. And when I tell you I have finally found a bra that makes wearing one bearable. Like I'm never going to be an everyday bra wearer. It's not in the cars for me. But when I have to, the only bras I can wear are skims, which I'll get into the specific ones in a second, but we all know this comes as no surprise. Like I have been an OG diehard skims fan since day one. I am a fan of every single product they make. You know the way I feel about the underwear, the clothes, all of it. But now adding bras to the mix, specifically the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, because You guys know the way I feel about the Fits Everybody collection. I could talk about that for forever, but specifically the t-shirt bra, it's just so comfortable. I don't know, the straps don't dig into you. It's probably the only bra I've ever worn where when I get home, I'm not like dying to take it off, which I cannot express how massive of a feat that is for someone like me. It's just comfortable and it just does what it needs to do. And I am such a fan, which like no surprise, I love everything Skims makes, but here to confirm the bras are as good as you would think that they are. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And welcome back. I think this is one of our first Mondays in a little while that we're doing a regular episode and not an awards show recap. I miss award shows. I miss award season already. Do you not? like? I mean, obviously, I was at a shiva the other day and I was saying like the Mourner's Cottage mom was like, that's not for you. And I was like, no, it's for award season. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That was uh, definitely one of the highlights, I think, of our careers is just being able to do that every year. So that was so much fun. Um, we have a lot to get into today. Not a crazy amount, but definitely a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just love a Monday. I love a Monday news story. Well, also the other thing is that we totally forgot that everybody has off today and we could have planned our schedules that, you know, to, to record the episode on Tuesday, but we didn't. So it's just us here, which always brings a little bit of a weird energy, right? I like when it's just us. <laughs> we go a little rogue. So that's kind of what's happening. Um, also, I want to say before we start, don't forget shortywords.com slash comments by, we were nominated for a shorty award in the parody meme account, comedy parody meme account category. So it would mean the world to us. I think there's only a couple of days left. I say that every week because I really don't know, but I actually think I it's think there's a, I think this time it's really only a couple of days. Yeah. Okay. Shall we start? Do you feel good? Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel very good. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> Wait, I have to tell you guys this before we start. Like, <laughs> I don't even remember why this came up, but last week we were talking to someone and they were like, so when you do the podcast, you know, how do you typically start the awards ceremony? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I asked Julie if she's comfortable moving on to it. And they were like, what? Like they just started dying. And Julie was like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of consent in our podcast. There is. I never thought about being weird, but also like Rhea and Fran say that, like the girls from Checks in the Office, when they come in, they're always like, you're so nice to each other when you talk. Like one of you will speak and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Is it okay if I talk? <laughs> and they're like, we just yell over each other. It's so weird that you guys do that. But we, I, I realize that I think we kind of do it in real life too. It's not just a podcast thing. Yeah, because we'll be sitting in your apartment and I'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Why do we do that? 
I don't know. I don't do it to anybody else. Like it's we now that I'm thinking about it, like I would never ever ask anybody else if like I could talk when they were talking. I would just fucking talk. I know. We're so polite. I don't know. I love you. Okay. <laughs> we're starting on oh, and I want to make an announcement. Don't the reason that we're not talking about Justin Bieber's interview in this episode is because our Wednesday bonus episode is gonna be just a full kind of analysis on his interview, the one that he did uh, for Apple Music. It was like a lot there. So we wanted to devote an entire episode a to it. A lot. Yeah. Right? A lot, yes. Okay, we're starting off with some very exciting news that I am praying to God is true. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are allegedly pregnant. On Wednesday, Just Jared reports, quote, the 23-year-old actress is pregnant with the couple's first child and has been facing some pregnancy rumors lately that we can confirm are true. The couple is keeping things very hush-hush, but their friends and family are super excited for them. So neither party has confirmed but it started to like if there if something is such a rumor, it typically doesn't gain this much traction, right? Yeah, but everyone also is quoting just Jared in it, like as saying like that was the source that broke it, which makes sense. Like if TMZ broke a story, it would it would quote TMZ. But there was this tweet that I saw and was like, if somebody gave the exclusive to just Jared, then Joe and Sophie need to cut off all of their friends. Yeah. <laughs> So true. Also, I hate when they, like, have to mention her age in the article. I didn't realize she was 23. I know. I didn't either. I really didn't. I'm- I hate when celebrities are my age. Because here's what I said. This is what I said to Isabel. I was like, listen, if you're an Olympian, if you're a singer, if you're, like, an amazing athlete, like, I can accept that you were just born more gifted than me. Like, you were just born more talented. But when it starts having, when you start having babies, that's a fucking personal attack. Yeah, no, she's, I think, I didn't realize, like, I don't know what it is about her, and maybe it's because— There's nothing about her that seems 23. Right? It makes me reevaluate everything about myself. There is not one thing about her that seems 23 in the best way. Yeah, although there is a side to her that's, like, so youthful and so fun and so kind of, like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? There's a side of her that's drooling during her IG Live. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I thought she was just, like, a fun 28-year-old. No, fully in my mind, she was 28. 27, (sighs) 28. I think on some level I knew it, but I just never felt it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I hate it when celebrities are my age. Yeah, it's definitely it's a, a very weird part about getting older. The weirdest meme I ever saw was, um, you always have that mindfuck moment when you realize that Ariana Grande is older than Cardi B. Fuck. It, like, did it? Isn't that the weirdest thing to think about for some reason? Oh, my head hurts. Right? And you know what else is weird? Like when I watch Mean Girls, I think of them as older than me still. Julie, I will never. I will be eighty years old watching Mean Girls and be like, "Wow, these girls are old." Never in my life did I feel that I would reach that age. I, I like feel like I'm reevaluating everything I know about like how well, because, old people are. Because your whole entire life, you're looking up to what's the next thing. So when you're like in fifth grade, you're like, "Oh my god, the eighth graders are so cool." And then in eighth grade, you're like, "Oh but wow." But it's the also high like schoolers. every when you're watching a movie when you're younger, like you never think about them. Everyone's just like the cooler older person in a movie. Yeah, and they're just the teenagers in the movie. Now you're like 25 years old and you're like, those cool 18 year olds and mean girls. Yeah. And also, you know what's really interesting is like, I feel like with Joe and Sophie, like Joe's 30 and Sophie's 23, but they never talk about her age as like a a factor in it. Like it was never like Sophie, like so young. But when you talk about like Haley and Justin, for example, it's like their age is so emphasized by how young they are in relationship and how Mm -hmm. young they are to be married. So I just never thought about her being young because it was never a factor that was so emphasized. emphasized. I think that's true. I think also, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she, she, how old is he? He's a couple years older than her. Who? Joe. Joe is 30. Yeah. So- it's, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm also thinking because she hangs out so frequently when I think of her group, it's like her, Priyanka, Danielle. And I always think of Priyanka and Danielle as such like— Well, they are. They're older. That's what I'm saying. I always think of them, I guess, as so much more— like, I don't know if mature is the right word, but in just like a different phase of life. So I guess I associate Sophie in that also. It's one of those weird things that I really don't have an explanation for. If anybody else feels that same way, please let us know. But I really, I mean, for their sake, I hope it's true. If if that's what they wanted, I can't imagine. Like, oh my God, of course I hope it's true. A Joe Jonas baby? I, I think about him holding a baby every day. Are you kidding? When I see him with his nieces? There's a really weird part of me, even though Nick's younger, there's a weird part of me that is like, I wonder if Nick's upset because he wanted to be first. I don't know where that's coming from. Like, I, I think that's coming from Priyanka, not from Nick. But again, we've she's never spoken about it. Like, I don't know. I just always had this feeling that, that Nick was going to really want to be, want them to be the next. Again, this is fully in my head. Yeah, you made that up. I fully made it up. Yeah, I, just I know this, what you mean weirdly, but yeah. I don't know. I guess I just felt like Joe and Sophie, that was not something they wanted to entertain yet. But again, these are all made up thoughts that, Clearly, if this is true, is not at all the case. Oh, my God. I hope it's true. We will see on that one, guys. But uh, there's no real confirmation. But I don't know. They haven't They haven't uh, come out and said it's not true. No, they haven't. Which is sometimes the, sometimes silence is deafening. I agree. Right? Like, whenever there's a Kardashian story and they don't speak, I know it's fucking true. That's how we knew Jordan and Tristan were true. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they did speak. <laughs> well, obviously. Okay, this was really interesting. So D-Wade has his upcoming ESPN documentary called D-Wade Life Unexpected. And in it, one of the things he talks about is how telling Gabrielle Union that he had a baby by another woman was the, quote, hardest thing he's ever done. Just to refresh everyone's memory, in 2013, they— put their relationship kind of on pause. They took a little bit of a break. And during that time, he became involved with this other woman, um, Aja, I think that's how you say her name. She was a basketball wife star. She got pregnant and they had a son named Xavier. So when Gavin Wade got back together, he had to break the news to her about his child. And he says, quote, I had a child with someone else and I had to tell her. Hardest thing I've ever had to do was man up and tell Gabrielle Union that I've had a child with somebody else. I couldn't sleep. I wasn't eating. When you hold something in that you know is going to come out and you have this information and you know it's going to fuck somebody's life up that you care about, that you love, if I don't hurt you, then you're not human. If it don't hurt you, then if you're that not don't human. don't hurt you, then you're not human. Yeah. I always wondered about this story. Because, first of all, you don't see the son a lot because, from what I've read online, the the mother of his child doesn't like him to be photographed. So it, it comes off as if, like, he's just—and I mean this in, like, what the perception of it would be is that, like, he's just the other child mm-hmm. and he has his family, which is so not the case. It was just, like, his mother really doesn't want him photographed. So, out of respect, D-Wade and Gab Union don't post photos of him. But um, I think we saw him when D-Wade had his retirement ceremony and he had the— the photo with all of his kids. Um, but I always wondered about them getting back together. Because I remember that being such a big deal that he that he fathered a child. I truly, like, this is something that you and I, for some reason, not even on the podcast, just talk about all the time. Yeah. Like, what that conversation was like, what that mean. Also, what were the rules when they went on a break? You know, was the expectation that they were still supposed to be monogamous or was it that they could do anything but she didn't expect that he was going to have a kid you know what I mean like are there different layers to it yeah I don't know it's yeah I I think that from what I understand I don't think they were talking during this time and obviously like it's not like he you know sorry Kim just posted a TikTok of Nora 
Oh. <laughs> we could keep that in. That's hilarious. <laughs> For anyone that didn't hear me look over, like, what the fuck is it? I was like, sorry, Kim just posted a TikTok of North. Um, where, what was I saying? You were saying that they weren't talking during that time. I, from what I can tell, I don't think they were really talking during this time. And obviously, it's not like the child was born and then he had to be like, by the way, I had a kid. I think he had to tell him while she was pregnant. But I remember, I was weird. I have this really weird, vivid memory of like driving to school with my dad and like listening to it on the radio and him talking about it, and him being really invested in the story. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that he's always been something that we see a lot, not just with, um, you know, his his daughter's most recent transition, but I I think that he's always been a really engaged father. Oh, yeah. And I don't think not being an active role in this his son's life was going to be an option. So he obviously had to tell Gabrielle, and everything that we know about her is would say that she would love that kid as if it was her own. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, I think, I think Gab Union brings out, not that he wasn't such a good guy already, but I think Gab Union really brings out the best side of D-Wade, and I think that that was something that he really acknowledged. And I'm sure that, you know, the ability for Gab Union to forgive him after this happened was probably the point he hit where he was like, okay, I really can't fuck this up anymore. He really can't fuck this one up. I mean, to, to, do, <laughs> like, yeah, like, to do something like that and then have the woman you love forgive you is like, th- that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate, again. But again, was the break supposed to be monogamous? That I, is what I'm I very curious about. No, I don't think so. Well, I think a monogamous break is stupid in theory. Right. What's the point of taking a break? Well, some would argue that sometimes the break isn't necessarily to experiment or experience other people. It's more so like to focus on yourself. I agree with you. I don't think that was the case. I'm just curious yeah. as to the terms of that. I love when I decide how other people's breaks are stupid. <laughs> I'm like, you idiots. If you're going to a break, go sleep with whoever the fuck you want. Get everyone pregnant. <laughs> okay, moving on to the most random thing ever, which is that— <laughs> I love that intro. (laughs) Last week, Amanda Bynes posts an Instagram of her giant ring and writes, engaged to the love of my life. The next day, she posts a picture of the two of them with the caption, lover. We still have no idea who this fiance is. Just to give you a little bit of a refresh, 2002 to 2003, she dated Frankie Muniz. 2008, she briefly dated Seth MacFarlane after voicing a character on Family Guy. And 2010, she was linked to Kid Cudi. Also, couple years ago was the whole I want Drake to murder my vagina tweet. But we really have not, as you know, seen much from her or much from her in terms of a relationship. So we see this giant emerald ring on our emerald cut diamond on our feed. And I'm just like, yeah, There's a very big difference between emerald and emerald cut. Yes, I, that's why I, I needed to make that distinction. Yeah. But I was just like, wow, where did you come from? The only thing I can say is if she's happy, I'm happy. Because... She's happy, I'm happy. And also, I i don't know, how much time do you give it until she gets that tattoo lasered off? I don't know. I hope—what's up with the face tattoos? We didn't talk about do it. Do people know that they're permanent? No, Julie, that—hers is like a, a, a real—hers is not like a little Justin Bieber, you know, on his eyebrow. Did he get that removed? Because I never see it anymore. I don't know, but hers is a full heart on the cheek. Yeah. I don't— I don't know. Listen, that's just me. You know what? Exactly. Do whatever makes makes you happy. If a face tattoo makes you happy, I just feel like they're permanent and we should take that in consideration. Yeah, just take, I mean, last week, Presley Gerber, who's obviously um, Cindy Crawford and and Randy Gerber's son, who also, and Kaya Gerber's brother, who also is a very successful model and a very good looking man, got a face tattoo that said misunderstood 
on his face by John Boy, very small. As far as face tattoos go, I guess it's appealing. But I just, our first thought was like, holy shit. What if he starts to be understood? What if one day he's like, ah, fuck, I feel like everyone finally understands me. (laughs) Yeah, like Post Malone will never not be tired. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That, I, I don't know. Presley Grimm one day might wake up and be like, oh, wow, I felt very understood today. And then he's like, oh, Oh, fuck. fuck. (laughs) Now he's committed to this narrative. Right. You know, listen, again, whatever works for you. If you're happy, we're happy. And as far as Amanda Bynes go, the second we get more information, we will we will uh, fill you guys in. But we are just as confused as you are. Is that correct? Post Malone will always be tired. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of this episode. (laughs) That's fucking funny, Em. Thanks. Okay, let's talk about Valentine's Day for a second. So, first of all, Gigi posted on her— She's a Finsta that I feel like you all know, but if not, it's definitely a good follow. It's instead of disposable, it's G-sposable. That's basically how you spell it. And she posts just really behind-the-scenes pictures that she takes. And she posted a picture of—it said, My Valentine, Z on the farm, December 2019, which is a very important clue because that means that since December, they have been seeing each other. I think it was even before December. But interesting. I love them together. I love this back and forth. I, I don't know if I love them together as much as I love the entertainment of trying to figure out whether they're together or not. I'm just so—I have such a—and I really do not mean this negatively. I have such a zero, like, connection to him. Yeah. Like, you know, some people are real—like, he does nothing for me. Not in a, not in a bad way. I'm no. just, like, not that interested. Can't but be connected I, to everybody. Yeah, that'd be exhausting, now, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to be connected to as few people as humanly possible. So I, if she's happy, I'm happy. I just, I would love to do this episode. Yeah, well, that's a few of our lives. Yeah, yeah. If they're happy, I just, I just really want Amanda Vines to be happy. I just think about her a lot. I think about her more than the average person, probably. I think we all do. It's just like the same Britney, Lindsay, you know, I'm in a Britney hole right now. You're, you're in a— No, big, no, I can't even talk about it. I'm like so upset about it. Which thing are you— the Britney? All of it. Like we just destroyed her and we just let it happen. It's really, it's really fucked up. I have so much to say about Britney, but I'm going to save it. For what? Are we going to do an episode? No, we, yeah, we are doing an episode. Oh, to yeah, be yeah, later yeah. announced, yeah. which is the reason that I'm in a Britney hole right now. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Forgot about Just that. to remind you where we're at. <laughs> we are forgetting shit all over the place today. <laughs> Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. So I don't know if you guys suffer from allergies, but kind of a new development in my life is that I apparently do. I didn't used to, but in the last few years, I've noticed specifically as the seasons change that I start to have allergies. And to me, there is nothing more uncomfortable than that feeling of nasal congestion. Like you just don't feel like yourself. And I was really looking for something that worked because so much of this stuff doesn't work. And I found Astapro to be really helpful. So I think it could be for you too, if you deal with this kind of stuff. So Astapro is a first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray, and it starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray, and Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. By the way, that 30 minutes thing is real, and for me to have relief in 30 minutes is just a game changer. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. What else? Let's talk about other Valentine's Day posts. 
Um, Halsey. Halsey and Evan Peters. Yeah, what do you think? I love them together. I really, I know that this is one that you have zero connection to, as like I I don't either because I'm not a huge fan of either of them, but there's something about them together that really clicks for me. Oh, interesting. I just think they're very similar. They seem like they match very well. I think that Emma Roberts and Evan Peters had like a very like on and off again, not great relationship from what I can tell, just the timeline of that. And I think that I really like when Halsey's in a good place. Well, I was going to say, she went through hell with G-Eazy, which we later most kind of recently found out. So I want her to just find, like, feeling totally fulfilled. And Evan Peters is such a little cutie. He's he a really sweet, is he a cutie. Looks like a sweet guy. I know really not much about him, but he looks like a sweet guy. Also, as we announced, I think it was last week, Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Justin Makita announced that they were having a baby. It's like way more than a week ago. <laughs> was it a couple weeks ago? Yeah. So they had a baby shower, and it was everyone, you know, Sarah Hyland, Sophia Vergara, Jen Atkin. They had— uh, Oh my god, I fucking love Sofia Vergara. They had right? full male synchronized swimmers doing this presentation. I mean, this was the most lit baby shower ever. You get I'm literally telling Andy and you can't take it back. Oh fuck. No, you just said it. I guess I just think of them as such I don't even think of Andy's as a baby shower. I think of Andy's as like a housewives a, gathering. Like a cultural happening. Like a cultural, yeah. Like a, a pivotal moment in culture. Yeah. This was just like, wow. Honestly, I hate to say it. The Kardashians, like, were shaking. Wow. I know. You think it's it was the synchronized swimmers dancing to Britney? Like, what? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I guess it wasn't—it was also beautiful, obviously, but it wasn't as, you know, a, a lot of times with baby showers, it's kind of very mellow and, uh, you know, it's all focused on, like, the pastel cookies, whereas this was like, no, we're going to rage. We can't believe we're having a kid. I would love a pastel cookie. But wasn't that much more the vibe of this? Yes. Right? I love that for them, though. They're a great couple. We got to get them on the podcast. Great couple. Great couple. I have to go home and watch a makeover home edition. Yes. I'm I'm so so excited. excited. Okay. So also, in a quick TikTok update for a second, as we've been saying— I have a feeling this will not be quick. No, it it will be, (laughs) I swear. But these TikTokers have really been making a name for themselves all over the place. And as we were saying a couple weeks ago, you know, Charlie's on a Super Bowl commercial. They're at all these events— and most recently at the NBA All-Star Game, Dixie, Addison, and Charlie performed during the dunk contest, right? Yes. Uh, Addison was doing TikToks with Chance. Yeah, and everybody. I don't know. It was really funny the way that, like, NBA integrated used them. Yeah. Well, the NFL also did this during Super Bowl weekend. I think that they're really using them. To, I don't know exactly what the goal is. Is maybe to bring an, a younger audience. I, I, I don't know, but it's— yeah, it must be a younger audience because they're posting about it on actual TikTok. They're part of the integration of the actual show. Yeah, it's very interesting the way that TikTok has become so mainstream and that these, you know, we don't, the only YouTube people that we really see this with, right, is like really David Dobrik. Like there are a lot of ones that people know, but they're not mainstream coming to, you know, Fallon or you know, the NBA All-Star Game or different events because people don't care about them on that level. But David is kind of the only one that's really broken that mold. And most recently, Nikki Tutorials on yes, Ellen. Yes, yes. Um, but TikTok has kind of come in a way, especially these girls, have really come in a way that I feel like we haven't seen before. Like with Vine, for example, you didn't see Vine stars. You saw Shawn Mendes become a celebrity and become a singer and be- have a career. But you didn't see them, you know, using them for— different coverage and even Cameron Dallas was never as I don't feel was as fully as mainstream as some of these people are no this is like 
This is happening. Everyone in the world is watching Charlie Dixon and Addison, Dixie and Addison on national TV. Also, so Jaliah Harmon, who was the girl that created the original Renegade dance, she performed it at the NBA All-Star Game halftime. After she finally got credit, I guess what was happening was that this was the dance that's, I mean, if the first, when you think about TikTok, you think Renegade. If you've been well, on it, especially you know, when you think about Charlie, you think Renegade. Yeah, it's just like the dance, I think, that was one of the dances that made Charlie go viral. It's the most well-known TikTok dance song, et cetera. And this girl who created it never got credit for it. And the New York Times just did a whole article on it. And now she's finally getting the recognition she deserves. I think she was in Kim Kardashian's story of it. Yeah, well, like she was. Which I'm so happy for her. Charlie did, Charlie and Addison did it with her. And posted it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm so well, happy. Well, what's interesting now is if you look at, because I think Charlie got a lot of, I, I don't want to say backlash because I don't think she deserved to get backlash for this, but I think she got a lot of criticism about it, which was somewhat misplaced because how was she supposed to know if no one else knew, you know, that this girl had made the dance? But if you notice now in Charlie's videos, she'll tag recently, she'll tag the person whose dance it was. Yeah. If you see on TikTok DC, that's, yeah. that's what that means. Yeah, she's been doing that a lot more recently. I'm telling you, Charlie knows how to not be well, I scandalous. Don't, yes, but I also think it was never her intention to steal somebody else's thing. I think she just saw a dance and did it, and then somebody else saw a dance and did it, and it, you know, transpired into this whole thing. And you've seen a lot of people talking about it saying, like, um, like Charlie got famous off of this. Like, she's the one. And, and it's like— First of all, people were doing that dance way before Charlie. Charlie didn't take this girl's dance and just start doing it. It would how would she have known to give her credit? And I think that Charlie probably just felt a really extreme sense of guilt that she got famous off of, you know, dances that she didn't create, but and also never claimed to create. And now I think she's, you know, I don't think it's more about covering her ass. I think it's more about giving credit where credit's due. For when sure. She can. For no, for sure. But also like recognizing that she would get a lot of, you know, flack for that. I think that that's the difference. It's It would be one thing if someone was taking credit for it. Right. That's like a whole other level of fucked up, whereas they just weren't acknowledging it, which is also fucked up, but I don't think intentional. So now that they know, I mean, I'm so glad this girl's getting the recognition that she deserves. I mean, think about how many dances that you do. Do you know where they originated? No. Well, personally, I, I do none, but for someone that but does, like, I could imagine. But, but even think about different, like, dance moves that go viral. You know who the first person to do that was? No, of course not. It's really hard to trace back the roots of those. Yeah. So this girl really like and good for her because she deserves it. I mean, she, she created it. a phenomenon. Truly, um, the other thing that we wanted to talk about before we moved on to the award ceremony is honestly really somber. So over the weekend, Caroline Flack, who was the former host of Love Island UK, committed suicide, and her family confirmed to BBC that she was found dead in her London flat. And then a lawyer for the family said that she took her own life. Quote. We can confirm that our Caroline passed away today, the 15th of February. We would ask that the press respect the privacy of the family at this difficult time, and we would ask that they make no attempt to contact us and or photograph us. So she has been the host of Love Island since it debuted in 2015. And two months ago, um, it was announced that she was stepping down as the host after she had a recent arrest for allegedly assaulting her boyfriend with a lamp. So I think basically what happened was that she was let go and she was had to say that she was yeah. stepping down. This, you know, listen, admittedly, Julie and I are not Love Island watchers, but this was obviously really sad. And for those that are big watchers, I think this was shocking. And, like, people are really, really, really upset by this. I think she's be she was, you know, on a show that has so much going on, she was kind of like the voice of reason and the narrator. And yeah. she was just this kind of permanent figure. And it's just, it's so sad. Yeah, of course. Clearly, you know, she had to be in a lot of pain, and we are just— 
I don't know, our, our heart is with her family and anybody that knew her because this is just really sad. So I know we're all kind of operating at a different skill level when it comes to makeup. Like I have some friends who they do their makeup and it looks like they got it professionally done. I have others who know nothing about any products. And then I would say I'm somewhere in the middle, like by no means am I very skilled, but I think I can hold my own. And in terms of my everyday, I'm just doing mascara, lip gloss, and maybe a little bit of highlighter on my inner corner. So if I'm only using a few products, I need them to be excellent. And I've recently been very into the Thrive Cosmetics mascara which I'll tell you about in a second, but just in general, a note on the company. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, which I just love knowing that I'm buying from a company that does that. And in terms of their mascara, so it's the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. You guys have seen that. It's the viral turquoise tube. I've saw it all over social media before I ever started using it. And it's a unique formula that creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. It's also super easy to remove. So it slides right off with warm water. It doesn't leave smudges. And the ingredients are really nourishing. So they support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It really just gets the job done. Like you will see what I mean when you try it. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash CBC. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash CBC for 10% off your first order. Our award ceremony is kind of quiet this week because... You didn't even ask me if I felt comfortable moving well, on. Well, I just I have to just tell you all that truly the comments have never been quieter than they were this week. Julie like literally texted me yesterday and she was like, so celebrities just like forgot how to comment. I thought we were going out of business. Yeah, for, we really thought we were going out of business for a couple of days there. It was dead. Yeah, so in case any of you think that they're just doing it for us, they're not because they're just not even doing it this week. Yeah, so. there was, it was real dead this week. But uh, Matt Lewis last week posted a picture of himself outside of Universal Orlando, the castle, and wrote, there's a storm coming, Harry. And Tom felt some comments. I used to bully him. That's hilarious. Any Harry I know Pot- you don't know, but it's hilarious. Like, I can't even lie and say that I watched Harry Potter. It was so not my thing. But I do know that when there's any sort of Harry Potter banter, the, the crowd goes wild, for lack of a better term. Did they not? My parents brought me here. You are the crowd. Terrence <laughs> is the crowd. <laughs> Our producer is like nodding. If he validates me. Yeah. My Harry no. Potter. Listen, you don't need my validation. It's a worldwide sensation. I just, I never got the appeal. I guess sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are there any other notable comments, really? It was a dead week. I'm just not even going to front. We can't even pretend like there wasn't because. <laughs> you just say I'm not going to front? Stop. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't. Julie hates when I talk oh, like a millennial. God, I hate it. You act like I'm 72. I'm 25. Sometimes these terms no, slip into not. my vocabulary, Julie. I can't help it. You're not 25. I know. I'm more like 37, like living in, in Westchester. That's how you're I feel. You're more like 81 living in a retirement home. Yeah, that's you. Anyway. Like you don't know how to work a TV. Truly. Although I made a very big a change in my life yesterday. What'd you do? So I had, I organized basically my entire <laughs> What'd room. What'd she do? <laughs> <laughs> I organized my entire room, my one in Jersey. And at the end of it, I said, you know what? The time has come. I'm getting a big TV. I'm mounting it on my wall. And I'm going to get full cable, full Netflix, the whole nine. So that I can actually, wa- I think I'll watch things more. I'll be more likely to watch things if I have a TV in my room. And I don't want, I see your face and I don't want you to come back with some negative comment. I want you to be really optimistic and say that that's a really nice jump in the right direction. Okay. Why can't you be happy? I just don't trust you. 
Yeah, but you can say that it would be help, that it's that's a good start. If you start to do it, I don't really like to give people positive feedback before they actually make a change. So, well, that's literally yeah. terrible. So you don't <laughs> want to give them any positive reinforcement. You know the Beyonce thing in the documentary where she says, "Until I see, start seeing some of my notes being changed, I don't have any further comments." That's how I feel about you. I can't even like I can't even believe that those two. That's like if I was like. For example, let's say that I was I drank a lot, and I was like, you know, I'm really thinking that it's been too much on me. I'm going to start not drinking. And you'd be instead of being like, that's such an amazing step, being like, oh, don't believe it till I see it. <laughs> like, you know, you gotta you gotta enforce the person. I anyway, don't know. I guess well, you just have different ideals on life. Well, it's for you guys. I'm going to be watching Netflix more, so there's that. Also, don't fuck with cats. Trigger warning: really severe sickness and animal abuse, but fascinating, and I highly recommend. So good. Really, really good. Fucking Luca Magnata. Crazy. Okay, moving on to the Kardashian recap. Do you feel comfortable? Thank you for asking. I do. Of course. So it was Valentine's Day, as we know, and Kylie's home was covered in sunflowers. Did she do that? Did Travis do that? It's got to be Travis. Did Stormy do that? It's got to be Travis. I love the idea of them doing a platonic flower. That's still her favorite flower. You think it was platonic? Well, it's not a rose. Yeah. Last year was roses. This year is her favorite flower. There's a difference. That's a platonic flower. No, they're fucking. Uh, <laughs> platonic doesn't mean not fucking. It does. Platonic means not in a relationship. Yeah, but still. I think that there's I think something. you can have completely platonic sex. Yes. I had it in college all the time. Brag about it. <laughs> No, I think, I think I don't know what's going on there. I wouldn't say they're fully back together, but they're definitely, I think, romantically involved in some capacity. And, I mean, Travis loves to really just put Jeff Lethem to work. Yeah. Like last well, year. We all do. You know, we all do, but all Travis do. really covers the floors. I mean, yeah. he does not spare an inch. I love when his vault updates as we're talking. Yeah. Also for Valentine's Day, Kim and Kanye went on some surprise trip. I still am unaware as to the location. Also, you know what's crazy about that is that they were there and then back the next day. Well, that's what they can do. I know, but it still blows my mind. Like, even if I could do that, I just wouldn't want to. It's too much travel in a day. You think it's too much travel until you realize you're on, you're driven directly to the plane. You get on the plane, and it's there's no difference in being in a car or being on a plane. You're just sleeping. Well, that's not true. Yeah, it is in terms of being able to sleep. Well, in terms of flying is different than being in a car. I'm saying if you're talking travel time, what's the difference to do, take a one-hour car ride or a one-hour flight? It seems like such a big production when you have to go through security and get to the airport and all these things. Whereas I get on a plane, I go to sleep for an hour, and then I get off. Same thing as being in a car. I guess. I don't know. To me, it's just different. Well, I think the idea of flying anxiety is what gets you. But if you don't have flying anxiety, it's equally as people view it as very convenient. Okay. But how do you know it was an hour away that they went? Well, it couldn't have been a long flight if they're gone for such a short amount of time. Well, where do you think they were? Like, where was that? I think that they were in Mexico. Okay. I could see that. That was just what I thought. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. She posted a picture. They were on some, like, o- overlooking a pool, overlooking the water. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Like, the pool was right. They stepped out of their room into the pool. Yeah. Wow. What a way to What be. a life. I know. Um, also... <laughs> Like, I'm looking at this outline and I'm like, we have a problem. In the most exciting news of the week, Kylie has changed her hair to now be a shade of caramel brown. <laughs> I loved it. Didn't you love it? Julie, I loved it. But I couldn't tell if it was just that I loved the color or if I loved the length and the way that it was done. Why couldn't you have loved all of it? I did love all of it. I'm saying like, do I love the color or am I just such a sucker for long hair? You are such a sucker for long hair. Yeah. 
when I was with my my great uncle this weekend, he's so, so, so cute. I told you he's like 98. And he's, he's like, adorable. he says to me in the cutest little voice, does anyone ever call you Rapunzel? And I was like, because I get, I forgot. My hair's gotten really long. That's his way since. of saying you need a haircut. I think it looks great. But no yeah, one said it doesn't look great. It just looks, it's a little dead on the ends. But anyway, I loved, loved, loved it. I think her, her black hair has a tendency to be a little harsh. Yeah. Right? It harshens her face. It yes. can. It can at times. Yes. But did you see Kim's, Kim posted it also. I guess they, her, Kim, and Chloe were all thinking about changing their hair at once. Crazy. I love a sister hair change. I love day. a sister hair change. Um, also, this is so important. It is so important that you guys find the video of Kim doing the playroom tour if you haven't seen it yet. It's probably on YouTube. I'm sure it's on YouTube. It was her Instagram stories. She was showing her entire playroom. She basically was saying, listen, everybody says that our house is so monotone that there's no color. Let me show you the playroom. And she went through every single inch of it. Every one of their kids has the own, their own area. They have a stage. They have a projector. They have the most meticulously organized crayons I have ever seen in my entire life. It's really crazy. I mean, we were saying an organizer must be there daily because there's no way you can have kids play there and have it look like that. No, it's insane. It's insane. It's really like, it's it's like every, there must be like every time they pick up, pick up a crayon, it must be put back down in the same spot by yeah. somebody. That's how it feels. I mean, there must be someone at the end of the days that comes in and kind of just reorganizes because it's a lot going on there. It's so much, but it's so great. It's like every single thing a kid could ever want is in that room. Yeah. It almost for a second makes you want to go back to that age. I, I would be thrilled to go back to like, that age. As my 25-year-old self, I don't like crayons. I find they're a very annoying medium. I don't enjoy it, but I like wanted to play with a crayon. Coloring is very like relaxing. Yeah, I just much prefer as you know, I'm an artist. Oh yeah, I'm very good on the iPad. On the on on the on life. On no, <laughs> Isabel, am I not amazing? She's pretty good at copying things. Copying is drawing. It is. That's what. What's that guy's name that we used to watch on TV? Bob. Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross. You watched Bob Ross? That's yeah. so off brand. Yeah, I would get my little sketchbook at, out. The way that wow. you are towards singing, though, is the way that I am towards drawing. I'm oh. fully incapable. Yeah, I'm heard me apparently heard me sing for the first time. I heard Julie sing for the first time last week, and it was really— like, Did it change things? But you've heard me sing. No, Julie, I clearly have never. It was— But we've sung in the car together. Not like that. I hate that you noticed. I think—I mean, it's you hard really not— You ruined things. Well, clearly you didn't notice for two years— no, Isabel can back me up on this one. I guess you, you're so, you're a little self-conscious about it. So a you little? Don't, so you don't really sing, typically? I've never heard it like that. And when I have, everybody else has been singing, so you kind of blend in. This was you in the front seat of that Uber just solo doing it, and I had to look up. I was shocked. And well, you're now like, you'll never hear it again. No, I'm, I was happy for you to express yourself. I was no, just a little no, floored. I'm, over it. <laughs> I'm never singing again. It's, and it's so annoying because, like, I love it. But I was saying to you that, like, when I was growing up, I didn't realize that, like, you could be, like, moderately okay at singing. I thought you were either, like, really good or really, really awful. Yeah. Because my mom and one of my sisters can sing, and then me, my dad, and my other sister cannot. They all sound like me. Yeah. I mean, I definitely can't, but I wouldn't say that it's, like, piercing to the ears. Sometimes. Not like that. No. No, not. I'm the fully tone deaf. Yeah. <sighs> um, it's okay. You have so many no. other talents. Not really. <laughs> Name one. A lot of things. Coloring, yeah. Also, these are my two favorite things about this. First off, the clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians next season where Kim is talking about that dinner with Tristan to Chloe. So good. 
when was this? I don't know. A couple of months ago, we randomly see paparazzi pictures of Kim and Tristan in Miami, I think, having dinner together. Yeah. And we were so confused where that came from. And in this clip, we see her FaceTiming Chloe being like, he called me and was like, hey, I'm right next door. And she's like, I invited him to to dinner. Should I not have? And Chloe was like, no, I mean, do whatever you want. I think that's really generous of you. And Kim was like, listen, no part of me feels that what he did was right. But also, you know, mom cheated on dad and their friends forgave her. And that line, it's very interesting. It kind of shapes their whole view on relationships, the fact that their mom cheated on their dad. Yeah. Because, yeah, I do find them to be much more forgiving. But also, I think the circumstances in which Tristan cheated were way different. Way different. I mean, like, I don't think that Kim has to forgive him. I don't even think Chloe has to forgive him. Well, their whole thing is like, he's True's dad. And so I don't want to have hatred towards him, which I totally understand. Yeah, I totally get that. And I think it's so mature and great. It's just really like a very interesting approach when I guess you're dealing. I never thought about it until she said it. Like I've obviously thought about Chris cheating on Robert a lot. I just didn't think about it, how it portrays in their view of cheating. Mm -hmm. Like they clearly have a much more forgiving view of it than I think the average person would. Mm -hmm. That's, That's very true. I also, I think that I frequently forget that Kim, that Chris cheated on him in the first place. And then when it's brought up, no, this is what it is. I don't necessarily forget about it. I feel like they forget about it because it's not spoken about that often. And then when Kim just says it randomly, I'm like, oh, shit, that did happen. And you guys do remember that and have that on your mind frequently. You know what I mean? No, totally. And I think that, yeah, I think they all have very interesting views on relationships, not in a bad way. I was kind of just confused as to why Tristan would want to be there. To me, it's like she, Kim going to dinner with her and her friends who are feasibly friendly with Chloe. You would think that he's walking into a lion's den. Well, because as a narcissist, though, you can't handle being on bad terms with anybody. You need everybody to love you. Yeah. So I think the idea of Kim inviting him to dinner was like, oh, my God. The other thing is that I think he's very— Like, I think Tristan on a very surface level is probably a really likable guy. He seems fun. He seems charming. He's obviously great to look at. You know, I think that he's probably fun to be around until you realize, oh, shit, he fucked my sister over in such a disgusting way. Yeah, twice. 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 That's the thing. Yeah, once. Twice. Shame. Yeah. Let that sink in. Apartments.com believes the dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. And listen, we all have our non-negotiables in terms of what we really want when looking for an apartment. I know for me, natural light has always been really important. I just know myself and I am a happier person when I have that natural light throughout the day. And I also told myself that in my next place, I will definitely have a washer and dryer because you just can't beat that convenience. And I know it can be hard to find, but when you find it, I think it is so worth it. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, New Kids on the Block, Sean Paul, Sum 41, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. 
Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. Let's have a little bit of a Sophia and Scott discussion. Please. So last week, we were kind of speculating as to whether or not they were together. And we said, you know, we ended up feeling really stupid because we thought after she did that I didn't interview— I feel stupid because I feel like they don't always— let us in. They they pick very specific times to let us in, and then sometimes I think they lead us to believe that they're broken up. So I don't feel stupid. I personally, I felt a little bit stupid. I watched we watched this interview where Sophia was on the red carpet, and they asked her if she was going to appear on Keeping Up next season, and she kind of was like, "No, I I uh, definitely will not be," and made it really weird. Like looked to her publicist, made it seem as though she wasn't with Scott. They hadn't been posting together, which we now re- later on realize we just don't think she wants to be on the show, or maybe. The show isn't going to be as frequent of a thing. We don't know. Anyway, people were sp- still speculating it. And then for Valentine's Day and stuff, they posted they were together. So things seem really good and happy. I just— Why? You feel like it's on the rocks? No, no, I don't. I just like— There's I really, something off? No, not necessarily. I just really like them together. And I was shocked at how sad I was when I felt that they— As someone who has wanted Sc- Courtney and Scott back together for so long on some level— I was surprised at my reaction to even thinking that they were broken up and how upset I was. Well, because I think that them breaking up, you view it as a separate entity because them breaking up does not mean that Scott and Courtney would get back together. So it's like, I think for you, especially if he can't be with Courtney, then Sophia is who you want him to be with. For me, I think that him and Courtney being getting back together would be somewhat disastrous. So I'm thrilled for him to be with Sophia. Um, And I think the other thing is that we always root for Scott and always root for Scott to be the best version of himself. And I think the best version of himself is him when he's with Sophia. So I think the idea of them potentially breaking up or not being together anymore would possibly lead to a place with Scott where you have questions about his behavior. Yeah. Not that I think he would automatically go back to, you know, the way he was before because I think he's worked through so much and he's in such a different place. But you have to wonder what a trauma like breaking up would do to somebody like Scott who's already fragile. Right. As is. The goal the goal would be he's at a place where he's stable enough that, you know, he wouldn't revert back to that behavior, especially because I think that his role of being such an involved father would probably hopefully make him stay in this place of like, no, I need to do this for my kids. But yes, of course, that thought right, comes Right, but as up. a fan and as an onlooker, you only get so much insight yeah. to what his mental state is now. So it wouldn't. it's not the craziest thing to have reservations that that would be the case. Yeah, for sure. And also, I just like them together. I think they bring out such a good side of each other. I think that Sophia is so cute and adorable and good for him and good with the kids and on good with the family. I just really, really like them together, and I also, don't want to see them break up. It's also, selfishly, we see more of him being because with her. her. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he was with someone that wasn't in the public eye as much or didn't care about, you know, wasn't her—I don't know. If we weren't as invested in that person, we probably would see less of Scott because it wasn't like we'd be following her as closely. So You know, what's interesting is also that we thought there was an issue with Scott and the family for a little while. We didn't. We didn't. People did. The public did. I really, I'm telling you right now, I don't think that's a thing ever. I I would be really surprised if that's a thing ever again in the way that it was. I would too, but I don't know. You never know. I think that they're so far. I think Scott is so deeply a part of that family. He's not going anywhere. This is what happens when Kardashians are on break. 
We just have to make our own storylines because yeah. we don't have anything to go off of. All we have is Insta stories. Yeah, it's really— So it's, we make our own fucking plot lines where we're like, in this episode in my head this week, Scott, Sophia are almost broken up and the family's in a fight with Scott, which meanwhile you have literally no reason to believe that. Yeah. Just to clarify, though, we that's not us. No. You and I, I feel like, are the most at thinking, no, everything's fine with Scott and the family. Sophia, yeah, I was a little iffy, but in terms of the family, I just— Yeah. I think he's at a point it's never going back. That's what I think, too. Two last things. Chloe got Stormy the full painted Louis with trolls on it, which just like very Kanye getting Kim the Birkin painted with North's painting. Yeah. A little different. A little but different. It's but in the same, yeah, in the the same, same category. In the same category as in it's painted on an expensive bag. Yeah. Very Alec Monopoly of them. Correct? Oh my God, yes. And also Kim and Kanye were at the NBA All-Star Game. They were in the front row, the kids cam, the whole nine. I love seeing them out. They are star-powered to another level, and they play it up, and I could not be more into it. I think I like the NBA All-Star Game. Julie, it's literally Kim, Kanye, TikTok. I just love the idea of that many Birkins being courtside. And so many tall men. So, please, you know how I feel about NBA players. Yeah. Who doesn't, though? You know what I mean? Who doesn't? I don't know. It's really, uh, it's a, it's a. Yeah. Jay Cole's there. Chance is there. What's not to love? It's the most star-studded event. It's the best players in the game. It's LeBron. I mean, it's just a lot. By best players in the game, we mean hottest. We have no idea <laughs> basketball-wise. <laughs> well, clearly they're the best if they're in the All-Stars. It doesn't affect our lives. No, it affects our lives 0%, but just, it, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to watch, I would say. Yeah. Don't forget, Wednesday's episode is a full Justin Bieber interview thing. Shortyawards.com slash commons by, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know what happened this episode. I don't I'm know sorry. what happened with this episode either. We kind of just feeling rogue, I guess, because we're the only ones in the studio. But we love you all, and we will see you on Wednesday. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like, Generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.